1: conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877 webnow one That's 877-WEB-NOW-1.
1: KWFN and KWFN HD One San Diego. Put a bow on your workday by listening to Gwen and Chris. Weekdays from 2 to 6 on San Diego's number one
2: sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Always live on the Free Odyssey app.
1: Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin.
3: NLCS Friday from your old pals, Ben and Woods. We are live at Ballast Point right now. It is early, and we are ready to get this party started right now. I am Woodsy. To my right today is Benjamin Higgins. He's your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. He is sporting a very, very nice three-quarter zip from the San Diego Padres. Where did you get that? I can't remember. I've had this for a long time. About 15 minutes. Oh yeah, you
0: gave it to me about 15 minutes ago. I did. Got oh, it. Looks looks good on you. It looks, looks yeah, does on actually you. look quite good on me. It does. Works with this uh, ensemble today. Very much did so. Did that uh, off day go as fast for you as it did for me? I um, felt like the off day was here and then it was gone. Now we are back to Padres baseball snap of a finger.
3: Yeah, it was. It was a pretty it was actually a really decent off day. Uh, Let me introduce our executive producer for everybody, the great Paul Rindle. Good morning, Paulie. Why, thank you. Good Good, morning. Good to have you here. Oh, yeah, give it up for Paulie. Let's go. (laughs) Unsung hero, the Benham Woods program. Um, I went yesterday to the driving range for the first time in almost three weeks, and it went about as expected. Uh, It was absolutely uh, horrific, and I could not get anything off the ground. If I did get it off the ground, I pulled everything dead left. Uh, It was terrible, and I, I realized right then and there, Buddy, if you want to be a serious golfer, and you know I do, you know I'm serious about it, you can't take three weeks off. You're not that good.
0: You haven't reached the muscle memory no. stage God, of no. golf. I, I fortunately, <laughs> I guess, have because I played okay yesterday on my day off round, and I uh, thought maybe I would have had the same problem just because it's been three, four weeks uh, through this playoff run. has been so busy, so it was nice. I got to play with my dad and my brother. That's fantastic. I was good. I took the day off Channel 10 because I've been working a lot there, but now it's back. Everything... Today triple triple work actually today when you consider what we're going to be doing later today yes uh, down at Petco Park for the watch party uh, helping host that when it gets started at four thirty seven but it is so great to be out and about here again this morning Woods
3: it is uh, it's phenomenal man I've got I want to start you off with a hypothetical I got yesterday you too Paulie actually uh, so I tweeted out a. Of- I tweeted out a picture of the driving range that I was at, and it was – I mean, I, I beat it up. There's, there's giant holes in it. I, I whacked it pretty good. Uh-oh. So don't save that clip. Save that. Do not save that clip. Um, so I got a hypothetical thrown at me be- yesterday by our boy Christopher Chadwick, and he says – somebody said, hey, man, the uh, pottery's been playing pretty good since you haven't been going. Just saying. And I said, you know what? You're right. I'm going to hang them up again. And Christopher says, would you make a deal with the baseball gods to hang them up for good in exchange for a championship from the San Diego Padres? And I sat there for a moment, and I thought, does it make me a horrible fan to say no? And then I I go, S-word is what I tweeted back. And then I thought about it. I go, you know what? No, but I would do it for five in a row. I would do it for five in a row. Five in a row. (laughs) I
0: was going to say, one One. championship will... Satisfy us for a while. Right. I mean, we will definitely <laughs> be happy fans. Forever. Banners live Banners, forever. Banners yeah, fly forever. you, but you're talking about giving up something that, that we love, love doing. Right? I love I'm golf. I'm planning on doing, like, for the next 30 years. Yes,
3: yes. For one championship, I'd have to say no. Five in a row? Uh, that Now, that the is The run we tempted. would be on as a show? That is tempting. I don't think we'd have time to play golf. But I, I, I still, I was like, man. You're asking me to give up, like, one of the only things that brings me peace. And
0: in your own mind, whatever it is, pick what it yeah, is. Yeah, pick the, what it is. The equivalent. Um, you know, if you love... Sailing. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> would you give up your Drinking boat? Drinking Ballast Point beer. Would you give up beer? Right. For would the give up beer? For the rest of your life for a Padres championship. I mean, pick what it is that is dear to you and say... I can go without it because I want to see the Padres win a title.
3: Well, I mean, I really want to see the Padres win a title. SDFF319 says, that's dedication. I'd give up my child for just one. I'd <laughs> give up my child just for a World Series appearance, one of the two. You can pick whichever one you want. Uh, put out their school pictures yesterday on Twitter, and, uh, man, they are cute kids. But you look at them, and you look in their faces, and, like, you're little, you're, you're little liars. You are not sweet. You do not sit with your hands folded on, neatly on your lap. And what I want to know is, who is that photographer, and how do they get them to act that way, and why can't I? You say, so you're saying you would give up a child for five World Series titles, and
0: you'd give up no, both j- of them
3: for one. No, no, no. <laughs> I'd, give up, I'd give up golf for five. Okay. I'd give up one child just for a World Series appearance. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they are, I never would. They they're, look like they're perfect angels in that oh, picture. In that picture, you see them, and just... you're like, oh, my God, look how sweet. And then you get them home, and you're like... They're just hair on fire. And the, now they're at the point where I, I look over. And but
2: t- about eight hours from now, you'll be like, I'll give one up for a game three win. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Taylor will now full-on reach back and cold cock Bo right in the face. Oh. And Bo is, just stands there, and he's really patient and sweet the first ten times. And then he hits him back, and then guess who gets in trouble? Re- Bo does. It Remember
0: sucks. when your parents would have to set up, like, a professional photography oh, yeah. session with oh, yeah. your family? Because it was used to be hard to take pictures. Sure. Even if you had a camera, it, it didn't turn out. They had well, you to, had to send in the film. They had to bring all the gear. Yeah, and, like, and so then you'd hire someone, and they'd come and set up lighting and gear, and the pictures would be perfect and professional. And nowadays, we all have like better cameras than they had sure. back in the day on our phones that we carry along with us. I don't know what happened to those professional photographer guys. Well, that they're still there,
3: and- man. They're still doing good. Uh, we have, My wife set up some family photos in the next Few weeks. Oh, you do? You still do this? That, yeah. I mean, we haven't done this. We haven't done it in a while. At all. You guys always take like one vacation picture, and that's usually the one that's on your Christmas your card. Christmas yeah. card. Mm-hmm. Hannah wants to do the formal deal, and she bought me. She's buying my clothing for it, and she really has an image of me that is not me. And that's okay. I'll I'll go along with it for that day. I'm not going to complain, but just prepare to make fun of me when the pictures do come out.
0: Will you all be in white, head to toe? We're not as doing a the family? white
3: beach shot with the <laughs> jeans and nobody's wearing shoes. No, but we are. Uh, you know, we're doing the whole family thing. Our tier one, Justin, just walked in. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. Um, thanks so much for getting up early, you guys that are here already. You're just incredible, and you guys have been blowing our minds since we started doing this. Wow, <laughs> which feels like about. Which feels like about six weeks ago. But uh, everyone's excited, man. It's uh, Padres fever is sweeping the city. And, uh, again, we are live this morning from the Ballast Point Tasting Room down uh, in Little... Italy. Italy, yeah. On India, on India Street. India Street. You, and this is a beautiful, beautiful facility. So we'd love you, to have you guys If you come down.
0: on by, they're setting up uh, juice and coffee. Oh. They're going to have some uh,
3: early foods. Did I pastries. hear pastries? Yeah, pastries and oh, stuff available boy.
0: for Tier 1s who come on down. You like pastries out oh, there. Boy. I am told that if you are absolutely desperate for a beer, that the, the bar will open at 9 a.m. this yes. morning. So d- pace yourself, just because it's a long day. We're not starting until 9 o'clock there, but... You will, before the end of the show, have an opportunity to uh, to have a cold one if you'd want. Ballast Point, dedicated to the craft. Stop by a San Diego Ballast Point tasting room to try the new menu featuring globally inspired dishes and pub favorites paired perfectly with a Ballast Point pipe. Cheers. All right. Oh, what do we have going on today? We're still kind of uh, up in the air on timing <laughs>
3: and guests, actually, Pretty much everything. With the Padres honestly. in Philadelphia. I know well, listen. It, I'm not going to get too upset about it because – The way that the Padres organization is running right now is very much like I would imagine if you are if you're in the workforce out there, let's say you're an exterminator and you're trying to plan your life around these games as well. And you've got employees that want to go watch games and they want to do fun, too. It's just been everyone in the city right now is drinking from a fire hose. Every single person, no matter what your business is.
2: It's like if you're a CPA, it's like April 15th is today. It's today. Like every
3: yeah, day. every day. <laughs> and that's that's how it is for radio, that's how it is for the executive. So the word around the campfire is we will have Padre's owner. See what is his official title? I think he goes by owner, chairman, but owner is I would Biden. go yeah. by owner too. Yeah. Uh He is supposed to join us today. We were told he will join us. Basketball. He'd be a governor. We do not have a specific time, so we will be flexible. Because if there's one thing Ben and Woods are, is we are very flexible. You are known for my flexibility, (laughs) easygoing nature, my easygoing (laughs) laissez-faire. Just let the game come to me, right? I never get upset about stuff ever. I just let the game come to me. It w- rolls off my back. Um, so we're waiting to get confirmation on that. What we've also been told is if for some reason Peter is unavailable, he's the owner of a baseball team. His team's in the NLCS. He's traveled to Philadelphia. We're going to do our best. If he is unavailable, we will have the great A.J. Preller on okay. as well. So not a bad consolation prize sure. at all. Yeah. So we, and
0: we will talk Padres baseball, obviously – All morning as they get ready for game three, pitching matchups in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm going to muster a little outrage. I'm sure you will as well. There's
3: no mustering here.
0: The finalists that were announced for the Rawlings Gold Glove Awards yesterday really um, baffling, really on two fronts. And I'm not going to be, I'm going to try to be objective here and say that the Padres both got uh, hosed. Yes. And got an unbelievably. ridiculous nomination in their favor as well
3: yesterday. I'm going to hold some of the uh, analytics type. Um, I, want to, I want to understand analytics in baseball so much. I really, really do. Five years, three years ago, I didn't. I was like, no, I know the game. It's about field. No, I want to understand what makes these teams tick. I want to know why a 111-win team gets to the playoffs And can't figure out how to make moves without a pewter. I want to know how you look at Manny Machado and say he's not one of the best three three third basemen in the National League. I need to know that because it's the only way that makes any semblance of sense in my head. And when I saw that yesterday, look, I saw a lot of people saying Manny is playing for the ultimate prize right now. Yeah, he is. But you know, it starts with Manny back in spring training. We saw him working diligently on his defense his defense never slumps for him not to be in the top three is a travesty in baseball I can
0: um and if you missed the story yesterday they announced the, the gold glove finalists and the third base finalists in the national league Nolan Arenado Cabrian Hayes of the Pirates and Ryan McMahon of the Colorado Rockies and no sign of Manny Machado uh, on that list of top three third baseman defensively in the national league and to me it was a little bit shocking i i realize that manny's metric numbers were not great this year and i don't really understand why Correct. as well um, yeah he did have the injury in the middle of the year that may have limited his range for you know a, a few weeks but i don't i i don't know how you can't take a whole a season as a whole look at who the best defensive players are and not see manny machado for what he is I think he's a platinum gold. No doubt. A platinum glove, third baseman. A platinum glove is the best overall defensive player at any position. He's 1-1 in the American League. And the impact that he has defensively for the Padres, I think would make him a candidate this year, again, for a platinum glove, not just a gold glove. So the fact that he he couldn't even get a, a finalist nod for the gold glove does tell me that the system is broken and probably needs some some work, some real work to figure out uh, how you can actually honor the best defensive players in the league.
3: Six days ago, Brooks Robinson says Manny Machado is the best defensive third baseman in Ori- Orioles history. Manny is now also the greatest defensive third baseman in Padres history. Ma- uh, Brooks Robinson says that Manny Machado was a better third baseman than him. And, uh, I mean... I- I've talked to the lefty, Randy Jones, many a time, and he said, man, I, I see Manny play third base, and I salivated. He goes, I would have won 30 games with Manny and Tatis as my left side. Nobody would have ever seen anything on the outer half. Uh, any right-hander is just going to be jammed, and they're going to roll over to those guys with, you know, that can throw it 98 miles an hour over to first base. He goes, I would have won 30 games. Easy. Easy. So it's a real bummer, and it just – I want to also get to the bottom of how they decide this. I do, too. We'll talk about it. We'll continue this discussion when we come
0: back. we to take a quick timeout uh, from Ballast Point here in Little Italy. When we return, we'll wrap up our week of underdog daily ditty selections. It's a uh, Polly's pick today, I think. It is. Pauly's pick for today's last daily ditty of the week. And then uh, we'll get into it. Look ahead to game three tonight. 437. Game three, my friends. Of the National League Championship Series. All even at a game apiece. Bennett Woods live from Ballast Point, Little Italy, all the way until ten o'clock this morning on San Diego's number one sports station. Let's get our first check of traffic out there. I had a smooth drive down here. We'll see what the rest of the county looks like so. with Kelly Danik.
4: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
3: talking about his daily
0: ditty selection or his gentle management style with italian paul back in the studio yeah it's very
3: gentle man i mean he didn't style. scream didn't at him scream he at just him. kind of gently nudged him hey towards boy the daily hey my ditty now <laughs> nazi no, uh wallflowers Better keep rolling frank doing heroes uh it's great nice to have a dylan that can actually sing i think <laughs> that's how i feel right the bob dylan Gonna beat you in the songwriting bit. I, if I were, if it were me and him, and he was my dad, I'd be like, "Yeah, you write great songs, but you, you can't for sing me. for lit. You can't sing for anything. You write them, I'll sing them, and let's make a billion dollars." Well, I already made a billion dollars, son. <laughs> okay, you did pretty well. I don't need to write songs. I don't for need you, to write son. songs I've, for you. I've done my bit. I can do them and I can sing them like a dead cat or a dying cat, and then still be better than you are
2: rub dub dub Rub-a-dub-dub. Now, uh, David Bowie, of course, the original. And uh, there's a lot of different renditions of this song. Dude,
3: Oasis does one that is absolutely killer. And of I this believe,
2: song. like, two years ago, when we just started the Daily Ditty playlist, I think you probably... It was my
3: one of my first ones.
2: You picked Heroes by Bowie so I just kind of switched it up a little bit. No, that works. My God, if it doesn't fit.
3: That works. It's perfect, man. Let's be heroes. Right on the cusp of uh, some real greatness here for the San Diego Padres. And everybody in town is just fired, fired up about this team. And, yeah, here we go again. Yesterday was nice because you didn't have a day full of anxiety and nerves and sick (laughs) to your stomach. Ben, you played golf. I went to the driving range. I mean, that made me sick to my stomach, but that's just because of my swing. Uh, But it was nice, man. Had a nice night with the – the family and and had dinner and Bo really loves John Candy so we watched Summer Rental uh, not as good as his other ones but it's it's passable
0: my uh, my mother actually texted me last night while the uh, American League Championship yeah. Series was
3: on she said it's so relaxing to watch baseball when yeah. they're not ours just watch baseball <laughs> and and I mean I'm watching the Yankees last night and I mean a guy t- t- uh, tweeted me last night what are you gonna do if it's Padres Yankees I go I think you know the answer to that man um it hasn't been Yankees for a while for me and I uh I watch the team, and I'm like, there's about six guys on this team that I legitimately don't like. Like, I don't enjoy watching them play baseball at all. Uh, it's not the Yankees I grew up with with my pops. And now that I got two little boys that are Padres fanatics, man, it's just such a no-brainer for me. Oh, well, they're in a lot of trouble now. They're toast, uh, down man. Down two games to
0: none after I mean, the to two it last was night. Was yeah, a good I, fight. I mean, both games were actually... Maybe a, a bit more competitive than I thought. The Yankees put up a, a good fight, had many chances, but once again, uh, strikeouts are the difference. Yeah. They are whiffing a ton, whereas the Astros put the ball in play, and uh, it makes a difference. Now, Framber Valdez was outstanding last He's night. Really good. They wouldn't have scored at all off of him if he hadn't made a, a couple one, of errors. Two yeah. errors on one play that led to both Yankees runs. I think it was the top of the fourth that made it a three to two game. Uh, after the three-run home run by – it was Bregman, Bregman, right? Yeah, in the bottom of the – and that was all the scoring uh, in the game last night. And after that, it was just uh, pitching and defense. Although, Aaron Judge nearly gave the Yankees the lead in the top of the eighth inning, an opposite field shot toward the short porch. Obviously, Minute Maid Park is one of the better home run hitting parks in the league. Hopefully, it's something the Padres will be able to take advantage of uh, next week. Knock on wood but uh Aaron Judge hit one that got right to the edge I mean top of the wall Tucker had he, I don't know that
3: he had the jump leap, for it, but he I did. don't know that it
0: would have been out but Aaron Boone said afterwards if the roof hadn't been open yeah it was swirling. which is rare in Houston he said the wind by having the roof open they think it knocked down the ball considerably
3: and they feel like oh it would have been would have been out. Now it affects both teams. Yeah. You,
0: can't, you can't say, oh, that was... Well, Bregman we, we hit his
3: home run to left, so he, he got it up into the jet stream and got it out. I was dying, though. We had the game on. We had just finished dinner, and my four-year-old walks in, and he looks at the screen. He goes, Dada, that grown-up is a, that grown up that's hitting is a little one. And I was like, all right. I mean, I can't... He's... Jose Altuve is a little bub, dude. He's, he's diminutive. He's, I mean, he's just a short, short king. Really, really good player. Obviously, having maybe the worst postseason of anybody in history. 0 so for
0: 23 is the first person ever to go over for 23 to start a postseason. And what do you do?
3: You, you keep running him out in his spot, a, right? That's a, that's a tough call. Guy's like for a, Dusty, you, you know Dusty Baker. He's going to run him out. out. He's yeah. going to keep running him out but there like, until that's the last a, game of the season. That's right? a potential Hall of Famer someday, right? Say, like, is
2: it a tough call? I mean, if you Manny, just, no, or you Soto, or 0 for 23? Yeah, you just leave him yeah. out there. What are you doing?
3: You let him figure it out. But it's a it's a weird look, man, to see him not yacking balls out into the gap. And run in for days. Uh, but, yeah, Dada, that grown-up that's hitting, he's a little one. I said, oh, boy, okay. We don't, we don't make fun of people's height. Daddy does, but you can't because you're only four. It's fine. So. <laughs> Obviously, tomorrow will be a must-win game, essentially, for the Yankees. I
0: yeah. they will have Garrett, Garrett, Bat- Cole, Garrett Cole on the bump. Going at home. Uh, they got to win that one to get back in the series, or it'll probably be a, a pretty easy sweep for the Astros. So, uh, you know, you start looking at these kind of things, the, the time off, the the break. The uh, AL is one day behind the National League Championship Series. If the Padres Series went seven, it would go through Tuesday. And then the winning team would have Wednesday and Thursday off before going on the road. If the American League Championship Series went seven, I believe it goes all the way until Wednesday, there would only be a day off before hosting the World Series. You kind of want these teams to to battle it out. You want the series to go a little bit deeper, maybe have to use some pitching on Tuesday or Wednesday next week that that won't be available in game one of a World Series. So well, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but whether it's the Padres or the Phillies, both of those teams want the same thing in the American League, and that's a, that's a little bit more of a competitive series that goes goes deeper than just four or five games.
3: Well, and one thing you can be certain of, whether it's the Padres or the Phillies, uh, they will be the underdog against the, the Houston Astros. And, you know, it does set up really well uh, for the San Diego Padres, who had to go through the Mets. They had to go through the Dodgers. Uh, now, you know, if they get through the Phillies, and you know my, my rule is let's go 1-0 today and see what happens. But if they were a- able to get to the World Series, there will 99.9% underdogs, which, by the way, Padres have thrived in that role. Um, that's exactly what you want if you're them. No one's expecting you to win it. You can go out and do things that uh, maybe you haven't done all season. Well, you can play a different type of ball game. If
2: If we're going down that road and I know it's, hey, let's win today. But if we're going down that road, I was thinking about it yesterday, no matter who comes out of the American League, should the Padres, really it really doesn't matter who comes out of the National League, everyone in the world will be pulling for the National League because everybody hates the Astros for 2017. Yep. Now, the Yankees are a global brand. They right. They have a ton of fans, but everybody else that isn't part of that fan base absolutely hates the Yankees.
3: Yeah, 100%. So you'll at least have well, that. I want you to think about these mental gymnastics that uh, LA Dodger fans are going to have oh my to do. Oh, God. So let's say oh. it's Padres I've, I've already oh. thought about that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Dodger fan, they just weren't what watched. are you going to do? You're going to have watching. to cheer for the Padres, you, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess that's right because you hate the team that, quote unquote, stole from you a World Series championship, even though you lost two games at home. Excuses, excuses. Uh, they will work themselves into a tizzy. So it will be worth it for that and that alone. <laughs> Don't forget all guests on Ben and Woods
0: appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads. But let's just win one game. Let's win tonight
3: 1-0 and call it a day.
0: All right, we'll come back. I want to talk more about those, uh, those Gold Glove finalist uh, uh, nominees. There was also a rather large trade in the nfl that happened overnight uh, that'll at least affect your fantasy team probably uh, we'll give you that breaking news when we come back it is ben and woods do not go anywhere we are live from ballast point little italy beautiful tasting room here on india street i think i've got that right we are uh, open for business come stop by and join us we're going to be here all day long with 97.3 the fan and back with more ben and woods next here on 97.3 the
1: fan
2: If your day sounds like
1: we need the report ASAP.
2: You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
1: Two more reps, two more.
2: You deserve this ice cold reward. Madela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Port Chicago, Illinois.
0: Brought to you by Ballast Point, and we are here. It is Friday, and we're at Ballast Point, uh, their tasting room in Little Italy, uh, here until 10 a.m., and then the coach John Cantero will take over. The uh, pod squad, the fryer, going to be coming by later as well. Uh, they're putting out some breakfast, uh, and they start serving beers at 9 a.m., so look forward to having you out here this morning uh, as we get ready for game three of the National League Championship Series. And I know you hate it when we talk about anything other than Padres on a Padres Playoff game day, but Are I. Are you talking
3: I, to me or to our audience? I'm talking to you. Oh,
0: okay. I'm specifically to you. But I do feel like the trade that went down late last night in the NFL, kind of a game changer. Christian McCaffrey sent from the Carolina Panthers to the San Francisco 49ers for a package of draft picks. And whether you're a, a Niners fan or not, or care about the Panthers, which you probably don't. Uh, McCaffrey moving is going to have a huge impact on the league and probably on fantasy teams everywhere. I like Christian McCaffrey a lot. Yeah. He's just, he is a good runner. Uh, he's going back to the Bay area. He was a Stanford star. And I love this move for the 49ers because the, the Rams look vulnerable. The NFC West, no one's separating themselves. They've got three, three and three teams and a three and four team after the Cardinals won last night over the saints. So it is an absolutely wide open, wide open. division. And you put now Christian McCaffrey in an offense with Kittle and Usescheck and Debo Samuel. I like the 49ers a lot going forward. Now you know the Rams just hasn't they just look a little hungover from the Super Bowl, whatever it happens. is. Um, they look vulnerable, and and the 49ers, like the Rams did last year when they picked up veterans and made trades, they said we're going to go for it this year. I, I think it's a, a smart move.
3: Sounds very familiar to our, uh, like our local baseball club. It does, as well. yeah. I mean, it's sometimes you see your window, and you decide, well, the window's open, but let's rip the window open and try to dive through it. Uh, and I do, you know, hey, appreciate you doing all of your fellow San Diego media members that are all giant Niners fans, uh, a solid and informing them of that uh, trade that went down last night. It was a big one. I will give you that. And uh, it does have fantasy implications. I do feel free and easy that I did not play fantasy uh, football this year. I do gamble on almost every game, though, so not totally free and easy. But uh, I did win last night. Picked the uh, Cardinals last night. Yeah, it I picked a, the Saints. You it, faded yeah, me. Yeah, faded you. And that was
0: smart. Now – Andy Dalton throwing two pick sixes in the last two minutes of the first It'll half kind of swung that game yeah, a little yeah. bit. It was here was an eight point game and Andy Dalton threw three interceptions. All one of them was at the ten yard line, so they were going in. That cost him three or seven points. The other two were pick sixes at the end of the half. That's you know twenty to 30-point swing in a game right there I took three passes.
3: I took the Andy Dalton over one half of an interception. One half. And, and that cleared uh, about 10 minutes into the game. So I was very pleased with that that night last night as well. All right, I we, also took the Astros. So. We, we,
0: of course, mentioned early about Manny Machado and the, the outrage of Woo! not being Man. a finalist for a gold glove.
3: Now, is this, is this just typical woe is me, Padre fan? We always get crapped on. You know, no one respects us, or or do we have a legitimate, legitimate beef?
0: Because Juan Soto was named a finalist for a Gold Glove Award, and based on the two months I saw him, that is is equally outrageous the other way. We'll talk about that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So I looked this up, Woods. The the Gold Glove voting, or the process, is based on 75% on votes of managers and coaches around the league, and 25% on defensive metrics, which have not been revealed yet, but that are compiled throughout the season uh, from the SABR Defensive Index.
3: 75% voted on by coaches and managers. Yes,
0: 30 MLB managers and up to six coaches from each team vote from a pool of players in their league, Those votes comprise 75% of the selection total, with the Sabre Defensive Index counting for the other 25%. Now, we don't know the Sabre numbers specifically. We did see, though, that for whatever reason, Manny Machado's numbers, like uh, outs above average, were not that great this year. And, And maybe that's what cost him, and maybe the votes were... But the votes were still 75%, so you can't... He couldn't have swept all the voting, which you would think he would probably do. Everyone raves about Manny Machado's defense. And the fact that he wasn't there, to me, is a real head-scratcher. I don't want to insult Cabrian Hayes, who is actually a really, really good defensive third baseman. I saw Ryan McMahon enough against the Rockies. I mean, he's good. Yeah. That's nowhere near Manny Machado's caliber of defensive right, you're, third baseman, you're a, right?
3: You're a GM, and, and they say, all right, take any third baseman you want. I mean, that's what I do. I look at it, and I go... Yeah, I'm taking him, uh, and I'm taking him over anybody now, on that now, list. Now,
0: offense shouldn't have anything to do with Correct. this. Sometimes it does. You know, in the past, you know, maybe a tiebreaker for a guy voting. Yeah, they're both really good defensive players. This guy also hits. Well, it's it Manny and Nolan, right? It, it should be that every year. It shouldn't year. matter, but it sometimes does.
3: But then you go the other side of it, Juan Soto. It, this is weird, too, because Juan Soto is a Padre, and we love Juan Soto, and it sucks because you kind of have to take a dump on Juan Soto. To make Manny Machado's case better,
0: and and I'm not talking about losing a fly ball in the sun. That's, no, that's that could happen to anyone on a day like that. But his metrics weren't weren't good. His, they were, they, they were, were bad, horrid. The range you can just see. is just not. I mean, c- compare him to Trent Grisham, who he's playing next right. to, also nominated, who, who, who's an outstanding uh, defensive center fielder and was was a finalist for the Gold Glove Award. You can just see with your eyes. It's simple
3: enough. We didn't get Juan Soto for his glove. No. Yeah, no. He's,
0: he's a bat-first guy. I would and not
3: mind him DHing from time to time, you but, know, honestly.
0: But he gets a nominee, and, and Manny doesn't. And it's such a head-scratcher that I'm sitting here trying to explain how it can happen. And I I don't really have a, a logical reason. I mean, I, you would think that coaches and managers around the league know enough about baseball that they're going to throw votes Manny's way. Maybe they don't pay enough attention to realize that Juan Soto is not that great of a defensive player, but everyone should know that Manny Machado is one of the very top fielders at any position in the league. Um, and, hey, game two, that the double play that he turned, we talked about it on the show yesterday, what a critical moment that was with the Padres you know, in the lead and the Phillies threatening to come back there uh, to turn a double play like that, the perfection of it. I mean, you can't say enough about what Manny Machado does defensively.
3: Yeah, I asked one of the uh, lords of analytics on Twitter yesterday. You know, the, so this person tweeted, Love Manny, but the ankle injury destroyed his range this year. He was negative DRS, defensive run saved. He doesn't belong in this year's Gold Glove conversation. And uh, I, I asked, okay, so by that logic, if it's data-driven, right, if your excuse for Manny not being in is data-driven – then give me the data that supports Juan Soto being nominated. I asked that question. It was never answered. I was insulted several times uh, by by Lord Analytics, but I never got the answer to the question. Is that not a – if I'm uh, in a court of law and I walk up to the witness on the stand and I say, so you just made a case using defensive metrics that says Manny shouldn't win. Here's Juan Soto nominated. Can you make the same analytics case proving why he is nominated? You can't. You can't because and, the analytics don't like him in right field.
0: And the reason I would assume that they make it 75% vote and only 25% analytics is they want the analytics to be more of a, a tiebreaker. When, so it's basically when a it's really popularity contest. Cl- when it's contest. really close, okay, the, the 25% can swing it one way or another. But they're relying on baseball you know, people who have watched the game their whole lives, managers and coaches, to judge with their eyes who are the best defensive players. No analytics involved there. Now, maybe they look at some of the analytics, but I I have never met a manager or coach who doesn't do anything but rave about Manny Machado's defense. Have you? No. Doesn't make
3: any sense. Never once. I mean, you can't really look at errors anymore.
0: He has Um, fewer than any of the nominees, by the way. Exactly.
3: You can't really look at errors anymore. Errors feel, feel. I mean, they've always been subjective, but they feel this year almost a little more. There's been a few that I think I've seen a couple of Padres players get away with. I've seen uh, a couple that probably went against them. You know, you do wonder. Uh, Haas kind of had a rough go of it there for a few months not able to pick balls and, and think that Manny would get the error or Kim would get the error or Cronenworth would get the error, never Hosmer. Um, so that, that's that got to weigh into it, I'm assuming, for defensive metric purposes. But um, that's got to affect, like, your outs above average and things like that. But, yeah, I think, you know, you're talking about a guy that, that almost ripped his ankle from the bone, didn't go on the IL, and managed to still play pretty damn good defense on one leg. And my, my point yesterday was, why would you punish a guy for that? Shouldn't you, in fact, reward a guy for still doing a really, really good job on one leg? That's kind of how I look at it. Like, so, And look, we know Manny well enough to say that this bothers him. I, I, I feel very comfortable this morning saying that when Manny saw that news yesterday, he probably shook his head, had that smile of like, you got to be kidding me. Really? Really? And I can promise you, we know him well enough to tell you, He's pissed off about it as well. He should be.
0: Now, uh, you mentioned Trent Grisham was named a finalist. Uh, also, congratulations to Jake Cronenworth 100%. as a finalist for Gold Glove at second base, and Ha Kim at Let's shortstop, Kim. which is absolutely deserved. I was a little surprised that that everyone did recognize what a great job he's done all season. Uh, really, the unsung hero of the Padres this year, no stepping doubt. in when. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. ended up being unavailable, playing a lot more probably than anyone expected that he would. His offensive numbers were up, and his defense clearly uh, was among the best in baseball and was recognized yesterday as a finalist for the Rawlings Gold Glove Award. So was really happy to see that yesterday for Hassan Kim. Because he's a guy who here in San Diego is, is is beloved. You can tell when you go to games the reaction when he comes to the plate, the ha Kim chants when he's up there. But around the league, you probably would ask, you know, ask a Marlins fan, ask a Reds fan, who's the Padres shortstop? They, they probably wouldn't be able to name Hassan Kim. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, he's just, you know, he kind of flies under the radar, I think, around the rest of baseball. Um, so it's good to see him get a nationally recognized honor or at least a nomination here. Uh, for the Gold Glove Award after richly deserving it for the season that he had.
3: Yeah, I mean, and again, it's not a slight against McMahon or Arenado or Cabrian Hayes. I mean, all really good defenders in their own right. But, again, I, it, there may be part of it that Manny makes that that difficult play seem easy. And, you know, was there, was there so many – were there enough spectacular plays this year for Manny Machado? In my mind, as somebody that had to play that dreaded, awful position in high school – It's so ridiculous what he does. You know, it's just so ridiculous the the things he's able to do. Well, Manny hurts
0: himself because he makes the spectacular
3: look Look routine. Look routine. That double play the other night. If you look at it, if you're an uneducated baseball fan or you're a guy that doesn't watch a lot of baseball and you watch that double play he turned, by the way, in a really crucial part of the game. So that that goes into effect. But the footwork to get there, the feed to Kim to turn that double play, the uh, other play he made, can't remember who hit it, when he charged in, short hop, and, little had, chopper, yeah. and had to give everything in that cannon of his to get it across and gets. I think it was Harper by a step. I mean, bro, he does that stuff all the time. All the time. The, the play against the Dodgers, I can't remember when they scored the two runs. Somebody hit that seed. It was like 115 miles an hour. And he's like, I should have had it. I'm like, bro, you couldn't, ha- you couldn't have caught that thing with a net most third baseman. Manny, though? In my mind, I started to go, oh, you got to have that one, bro, because I'm so used to him making that play. Uh, I do feel like he gets punished for other things than just, you know, his lack of range for six weeks. I know we've
0: talked about it before, but when we were at spring training this year and, you know, on the the fields before the games or or even a, a thought of the Cactus League, he's out there working on that throw, that Manny signature throw when he has to go to his right. Into foul territory, and he's throwing across his body about 15 Back yards hand. backhand yeah. Yeah. Ten Ten feet the, past to the to the first baseman, and it looks like a, it looks like you're making an underhand flip yeah. out in the backyard, just so easy. If you realize how far that it's is so and how far, much man. velocity he gets on that throw with so little effort, it really is a marvel to see how he actually does that. But it's because he puts in the work yeah. uh, to make it look so smooth during the regular season. He's out there grinding it out in February and March in Peoria to make sure that those throws are on target. And, you know, I'd like to see him rewarded here at the end of the season yeah, for I would what too. he and, does
3: deserve. And thanks for lighting a fire under his ass in the playoffs. I was just going to say, and right? if he needed any extra fuel, right? there we go. Appreciate we got it. it. And, and, also, and we know, again, we know him well enough to know that it will. And it has and it did and it's going to. And, and we've talked to him enough times. We know the kind of person he is. Uh, he looks at that. He takes – he takes such pride in his defense, such, such pride in his defense to not be rewarded again when the entire universe looks at him playing and goes, yeah, dude, that's like the best guy in the league. Uh, that sucks, man. It sucks not to get recognized.
2: I like to imagine him later this afternoon when Juan Soto walks into the Padres' clubhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, right? The gold Fielder. club that's See, but you can that's your,
3: that's your teammate. Like, I, he, that's and just I, his, that's, he messes with guys. I don't want to knock Juan Soto. I mean, I don't get it. I will say that. I don't get it. You can't tell me metrics are the reason that Manny didn't get a nom and then tell me that Juan Soto's nominated. You just can't. You, have, it, you, you can be the world's greatest understander of analytics. There is no reason. If analytics kept Manny out of the nomination, then how in the world is Juan Soto nominated? It doesn't make any sense. It feels like an ironclad argument.
0: To wrap this up, I, I think the sad part for me is, is if he's going to get slighted on the Gold Glove Award. Oh, no, MVP's
3: got the no MVP shot. No the MVP he's
0: probably going to get slighted no, as well. He's got no I shot. Mean, Should be a top three guy, no no doubt, no I think. But let's not be all stunned when he gets overlooked yet again by everyone around the country. It doesn't matter. He's still playing. He's ours. Guess what? The other three nominees, they're definitely not playing. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. Let's look at the matchup today. Musgrove, Suarez, game three of the NLCS. We're also going to play a little real or fake. It's all ahead. It's Ben Woods from Ballast Point, Little Italy, on 97.3 the fan.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.